Appreciate all you guys joining in. We got a great show, some things to discuss, and we will continue our preview of the position group. Looking forward to tonight. We're talking secondary tonight. Um, a lot of question marks in terms of this, in terms of the secondary and who's going to end up be you know kind of gaining the starting positions. Obviously, lots of transfers. Um, so. Lots to talk about and, and and lots to look at here. Give me one second. I'll switch something real quick. Well, does that sound yeah, better? Yeah, there you go. Is that better? Much Good. better. Good deal. <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. My, my microphone wasn't coming in quite right, but we got it fixed now. Hopefully, I sound a little bit better. So, uh, anyways, we, we'll give you a fall camp update as well. And, of course, we will talk some recruiting uh, following – uh, August tenth obviously was a was a big day um, for the Tigers in the mix for several guys um, out of Duncanville. Two guys out of Duncanville. Uh, RP, let's go, man. We're doing great. Appreciate you joining in as always. Faithful as always, man. RP is faithful as all get out, Zach. That's right. Ryan in a while, man. I, I got to get Ryan back. Need to get Ryan back in here. So, Zach, before we dive into what were our, our segments. Here's a few things, a few side notes uh, in terms of LSU. Like uh, these are still related to LSU, but a few side notes. Number one, Pittsburgh Pirates. Why in the world is Paul Skeens pitching right now? <laughs> Why is he pitching in rookie ball? He is the best pitcher. Probably since uh, 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 Max Scherzer coming into this draft, why in God's green earth is he pitching in single A ball? <laughs> like homie does Probably not belong. Homie does not belong in single A ball. He belongs in the major leagues. I understand not moving him up immediately, but shut the dude down. For the year, if if you're not going to bring him up to the major leagues this season, if your plan is to bring him up next season, shut him down. There is zero reason Homie should be pitching in single A ball. Zero. That's pretty wild. I, I mean, like, do, you want to run, run the risk of him like tearing his UCL or having to have Tommy's. In single A ball, shut it down. That's number one. Number two, Zach, a little bit more detailed. Uh, the LSU basketball team, men's, went to the Bahamas and played some exhibition games. Um, yeah, and you've been telling me about that. Yes. So take it with a grain of salt, obviously. It's exhibition games. They were playing some teams from uh, – they played one from Puerto Rico, uh, one from the Bahamas, and I forget who they played yesterday I can't, I can't remember um the lowest amount of points zach that this team scored again take it with a grain of salt the lowest amount of points this team scored over these three games was 89 in the other two games they were well above 100 pretty good here's another thing of note in all three of these games jalen cook and Derek fountain did not play a single minute correct Dealing with some minor injuries, getting them so healthy. Probably two of your starters. Nothing, nothing. Stress. Uh, yeah. 
nothing to stress about. But this team, though it was an exhibition in a hotel uh, uh, ballroom where they set up a court and played some teams that obviously are probably outmatched talent-wise, although the Puerto Rican team they played played them toe-to-toe. LSU ended up winning that game, uh, I think it was 86-82. to 82. So that was a t- that was a tough game. Um, but, guys, last year, offense was an issue. It was a big-time issue. We could not score for the life of us, it felt like, last year. <laughs> I don't think we're going to have any issues this year offensively. Um, I, I mean, Tyrell Ward, Will Baker, Carlos Stewart, uh, even Hunter Dean and, and uh, Jalen Reed – Corey Chess, the freshman out of New Orleans. Yeah, he had a good guys. Game. Yeah, they're they're playing great. Jordan Wright in the last game transfer from uh, uh, Vanderbilt put up twenty seven points. I did twenty three by half. Yeah, I did. See um, that. Again, Jalen Cook, most likely your starting point guard. Derek Fountain, most likely probably your four in the forward position. Did not start a single game the entire trip. And they scored, I think, 120 in the last game and like 118 in the other one, and then 89 against Puerto Rico. So I was pretty impressed. Tyrell Ward has definitely seemed to take a step up from last year as a freshman. Uh, Corey Chess, the true freshman, seems like he's going to be an immediate impact guy. But, man, Will Baker, that's your five. That is your five. Um, put up points in every game. Played well in every game. Jordan Wright, uh, definitely pushing for going to be pushing for a starting position. I think he will be starting uh, probably two. Dude, put up twenty seven points in one game and and played well in the other games as well. I was very impressed. If you want to go see all the stats from those three games. You can go to Kent Lowe, uh, um, Kent Lowe's Twitter page, K-E-N-T space L-O-W-E, and he posted all three days the stat sheets. You can look at shooting percentages from the two, from the whole field, from the three. You can look at rebounds, turnovers, points, single individual players, like great stuff. And this team, Zach, uh, shooting wise, the percentages were fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, on average, for like the whole, all three games, and this is just me spitballing, they were about 60% from the field and like 40 from behind the arc. Like it was yeah, very solid. Very solid. And in some games, it was even better than that. Um, so I was very impressed and uh, quite excited from what I saw, considering that Jalen Cook and Derek Fountain did not even play. And they put up the numbers that they did. And I I, I am excited about uh, the men's basketball season. I think it will be a lot better um, than what, what, it, we, what we saw last year. Also, Trey Hannibal, uh, he looks solid as well. Uh, I think he's going to be a rotational piece this season. Just yeah, like I'm, glad he's, I'm glad he's back this year for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I love his game. His, his game pr- brings a little bit something different, uh, a little bit something that you, he brings something that like you almost have to prepare for when he comes off the bench. Um, so really excited to have him back. All right, Zach, uh, a couple comments coming in about that. Or we can we can get to those, and then we'll get to the Carl recruiting. Does it. Boot uh, up. Boot up, man. But they are so. kind of taking back on the boot up, mod, you know, little – I'm, I'm kind of shocked, honestly, because – you know, when Will Way left, we I was saying a hey, boot up is dead. Yeah, uh, it's dead. Yeah, they, they're kind of they're kind of bringing it back. I, yeah, I don't know I like how it. I don't it's know good. how I feel about it, but anyways. Only said uh, I'm excited for Baker and Dean, two bigs that are going to help with the rebounds. Absolutely. That was a huge weakness. Yeah, that Absolutely. as well. Uh, RP said to uh, could get eligible to play yet. I haven't seen. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. That's a good question. I'm I really sure don't know either. I'm sure he's gonna be eligible before the season starts. I th- yeah, I think he'll be good. I think he will yeah. be good. So um, should be good. All right, Zach. 
recruiting uh, for the 2024 recruiting class. Uh, August 10th, obviously, um, was a, a big day. Um, Colin Simmons and Caden Durham from Duncanville. Uh, boys in Texas were both committing. LSU was on both of their lists. Obviously, all of you know by now, Caden uh, Durham did choose the Tigers. It was a huge get. Uh, great running back uh, out of the yeah. state of Texas. One of the top, probably probably top ten running back in this class. Um, and, of course, Colin Simmons, unfortunately, did choose the Texas Longhorns. Which kind of was surprising to me. I I don't know if I was surprised. A little. It was a little surprised. I was more disappointed, like, that we just didn't finish. Like, we didn't get the result that we wanted because from all implications, LSU did absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. Um, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised, but I was just disappointed that, you know, it turned out to be – it just wasn't the result you got. Like, like sometimes you just don't you, – you do everything you possibly can and you don't land. Like, that's just the reality of recruiting sometimes. He's a Texas kid. Um, Texas probably is willing to get – well, let me rephrase that. Texas is going to give anything LSU is going to give in terms of, like, NIL and stuff like that. Um, so, maybe he just wants to stay home. Uh, but there is Zach some. Let me be kind. There is a rumor going around that like there were people saying it was a head coach thing. Guys, Steve Sarkeesian has not won ten games in a single season as a head coach. It is not a head coach thing. <laughs> it is not a head coach issue. Okay, let's let's make that very clear. Uh, and I will also say, uh, homie. Of, uh, you know, a few days after the BK uh, Bayou splash, Colin Simmons himself posted a picture of him him in an LSU uniform and said, hashtag the BK effect. I don't think it was a head coaching issue, okay, uh, at all. So, anyway, Zach, what, 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 do you, what do you think the impact is of him choosing Texas? Well, from what I understand, I think, uh, a, a big part of it that people aren't thinking about is that uh, there was a desire there for him to stay closer to home. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a great desire there. Uh, I know he has uh, an autistic brother. I know he wanted to be closer to his mom and his family um, so that they could it'd be easier for them to come to the games. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, in having an autistic brother, you, I mean, it'd be more difficult to travel that far for the games. Um, so there was a lot of more factors going into this. Um, I, I, I was a little bit surprised because I thought LSU had done enough with the Bayou Splash. I knew Texas was going to be the biggest issue for uh, LSU. And I, I'm not – I'm surprised – I'm a little surprised that he didn't go to LSU, but I'm not surprised that it's Texas. Yeah. Um, so – that was a little disappointing, but here's here's where I think it hurts LSU the most is that it has become it's very clear that LSU went all hands on deck yeah. uh, with Colin Simmons, and I hope they're doing the same for Dominic McKinley, um, better. Better because be, Dominic McKinley is also leaning toward Texas, and he's one of those guys that's in your state, so the you just guy. lost. You just lost the guy that you were going heavy, heavy for that was out of state. You better get your stuff together in order to get this guy uh, a big-time get, one of the best in the state in Dominic McKinley, defensive lineman. Um, You need to get him. You have to get him, especially after losing Colin Simmons. If you're not able to, you know, get Colin Simmons back, you know, if you're not able to get him – Try to do some work after this, and maybe try and get him to decommit, um, and commit to LSU in the end. Yeah. Uh, you got to you got to put all your marbles in for Dominic McKinley. Um, I'm a little worried that you know that may have had an effect. Uh, the pressure that LSU was putting in on Colin Simmons may have an effect on th- what they were doing with Dominic McKinley. Now, I'm not saying that they neglected the recruiting of Dominic McKinley. Um, yeah. But I fully I fully believe that they're going to do a full press on Dominic McKinley now. 
And it just kind of worries me a little bit that maybe there wasn't as much of an emphasis on him now before that Simmons committed to Texas. So, I I don't know. We'll see what happens, you know, the rest of the way. Obviously, the story is not over. The story hasn't been written yet. Um, we have some foreshadowing potentially. But there's a lot of work still to be done with both those guys. Yeah. I'm hoping in the end LSU can end up with at least one of those guys. Um, if they don't, it is going to be a disappointment for me um, that you couldn't land uh, either one of those guys, especially considering that you had one in the state. Um, so that's that's my biggest takeaway from it. Uh, I'm not worried per se. Like I'm not freaking out. Like oh my god, you know we lost we lost Colin Simmons. Like even though I was expecting them to get him. Um, but it is, it is a bit of a concern considering that you could also lose Dominic McKinley. If you lose yeah. both, I think it is a little bit of a concern. It's not like, you know, I'm going to come on here and be like, oh, the sky is falling. Like, BK can't recruit. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Like, but those are, out of those two guys, you definitely want to hit on one of them. Um, yeah, you, you definitely want to hit on one of them. You've, ha- you had it to, you've had to add a lot of depth. Uh, to your defensive line, as we discussed, you know, a few shows ago when we were previewing the defensive line, you've had to add a lot of depth from the transfer portal. And as we have talked on here before, Reagan, and as I know you are really big on, um, you want to be able to – you don't want to continually rebuild out of the transfer portal. You want yeah. to be able to develop your own talent, the, the, the kids that you yep. recruit. And so going and getting one of these guys is massive part of that. They need to go and get a guy that they can develop, that they can – that they recruited um, and that can add to and be a depth piece, um, you know, next season uh, or potentially a, a big impact next season. Well, who knows? But um, I'm confident that LSU is going to still put in the work and do everything that they can to the best of their ability to get one of those two guys. Yeah. Cause I mean, the recruitment of even Colin Simmons is not going to stop. Correct. Like, they don't sign to December. So uh and and Colin Simmons has a official visit to LSU uh mm-hmm. November 11th when they take on uh the Florida Gators in Baton Rouge. So uh there's work to be done. Like it's not over with. Um these this is a high school student. Uh as we've seen before, high school students will change their mind. Uh you know, they can be emotionally swayed one way and boy they can change their mind real quick. Um, so I, I don't think it's over with for Simmons. Um, he, he may ultimately end up at Texas. That's okay. Um, but like, it's not over with yet, but you're absolutely right, Zach. You, you, you've got to go lock down McKinley. Uh, you, you, you need to get him. He's the top guy in the state. Um, and if you lose Simmons ultimately to Texas, you better be sure that you get him, um, because he's right in your backyard. So, It'd be kind of inexcusable to, to miss on both of them. But, look, let's talk about the guy we did get, though. I mean, Caden Durham, um, to be more positive here, we, we did land one of them. We got Caden Durham. Uh, and, and we kind of pretty much alluded to that, like that Caden Durham is going to be a Tiger. Uh, that was kind of like said and done uh, before he even came to the table August 10th that, that he was going to be a Tiger. Um they went all all in on Caden Durham in terms of a running back uh, in this class, and and he's a great one. Uh, I'm trying to okay, there it is. RP uh, Robert Caden Caden uh, during doing track to LSU, so that that is that is a plus. That's what I was about to say. Like, dude, super fast, runs track. Uh, I've watched some of his highlights. He's he's a great running back, man. He really is. Um, so I'm excited about landing him and and bringing him in bringing him in and, and look when you landed him zach we were at in ninth our recruiting ranking was ninth uh we're now at number seven uh, according to 247 so um uh, i think on three you're at six yeah i must say on three you're even higher so you know we, we're, we're fine recruiting wise we're, we're doing good we're top 10 and in, in 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 uh pretty much every uh site so i mean, I mean like, don't don't fret that you lost Colin Simmons because LSU is doing just fine in terms of recruiting. But 
you want to land Don McKinley or Colin Simmons in this class. You just have right. to. Um, but it's not over till it's over. It's not over till they sign that line. Um, so we will see how the next few months play out. The season could have a major impact on it, guys. It really could. Like you think of uh, Javen uh, Taviano, who obviously the Texas Longhorns were in on, and A and M more so, uh, real heavy. He came on an official visit when LSU was playing Alabama and watched the final play happen. And recently he went on a podcast and he made it very well known that it was in that moment he knew, I'm coming here. This is where I'm playing. So those official visits there, they, you know, where they come and actually watch a game, can play a major role um, into these recruitments. And look, let's say Texas lays an egg this year and is just horrible, which I don't expect them to. I actually expect Texas to be pretty good this year. But let's say they struggle this year and, and LSU, with all their high expectations, begins to meet those expectations. Yeah. And, and you know, come December, their top team in the country, you know, maybe Colin Simmons changes his mind and maybe some other recruits change their mind. So uh, we haven't even played a down of football yet for this season. So you, you got a long ways to go with, with all of our and – that, and that includes – even guys who are committed to us, you, you got to seal the deal with them. Um, you've got to keep recruiting them. Once they commit to you, like yeah. they can flip. You got to be there yeah. until they sign. Uh, Carl Dunn, I, I'm not. I won't get excited about recruits uh, until December, and he's absolutely right. I mean, you you've you got to take care of business um, all the way through until they sign, and, and, or or it's it's not a done deal. Uh, a guy like Jordan Birch. Um, comes to my mind. Him and South, South Carolina and LSU were back and forth on him. I mean, till the very end of the day, and like he came to the signing table and committed to South Carolina, and then didn't sign. And everybody was like, "Well, is he going to sign?" And people were saying maybe he'll flip. He ultimately ended up in South Carolina. And now he's transferred to Oregon. Uh, yeah. That's the reality of recruiting, uh, you know, these days as they well. They can always leave. Um, so it is what it is. This you is a good. It's a good stat. Stephen Young's been giving us. He said, uh, "He said last night, like we didn't get Anderson back from Bama after he did uh, nothing there. Absolutely. Or how big of a bust uh, Dylan Moses was. He said, uh, good luck to the Louisiana Five Stars going out of state. They have a forty-three percent chance of being drafted, compared to the seventy-six percent of those that went to LSU. Wow. Wow." So apparently they have a high, apparently if you go to LSU as a five star out of Louisiana you have a much higher percentage to get drafted than going elsewhere than going outside <laughs> of the state. Which speaking of Dylan that's Moses, pretty massive. Like yeah. if you're a five star and you Huge leave difference. the state, you're you drop to less than fifty percent chance of getting drafted. That's a massive that. I don't know where Steven got that. That but uh, if that if that's true, man, that's a pretty that's, impressive stat. That's Appreciate an impressive that, stat. Yeah, thanks for that, Stephen, for sure. So, anyways, that's Zach. That's kind of the latest on on recruiting. You land Caden yeah. K- Durham as expected. Great, great get for the Tigers, um, but it's not over with yet with Colin Simmons. And you need to go land. You you really need to go land Don McKinley and Wardell Mack too. So yeah, work to sure. be done. Work to be done for sure. Um, all right, guys. Obviously, uh, that's that's been our recruiting update. Some of y'all are going to want to hear about fall camp, though, uh, in our next segment here. Zach, uh, fall camp still in full swing of things. Uh, lots of good news still coming out of fall camp. Um, wanted, to, wanted to go back on, uh, on something. Greg Brooks had been out and would have been hurt. looked like he'd been hurt. It looks like he's back. Correct. It looks like he's made it back. Um, so that is a huge, huge um, deal, um, getting him back. Um, but look, Zach, we had been talking about uh, how the offense had been kind of dominating everything. Well, the last few days, it seems like the defense has finally woke up and has come along, which is like like that's that's not uncommon in 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 fall camp especially with Jaden Daniels his second year he knows the system he knows what to expect he's built more chemistry with his receivers and whatnot um it, it's going to be harder for the defense in the beginning but look the defense has responded really well recently Zach and have done really well um 
Zach, what have you been hearing that's been kind of catching your eye and catching most of the eye of the public? I mean, I mean, what what are, what are some things you're hearing out of fall camp right now? Well, uh, we'll discuss this here in the next segment, but it seems like the secondary, uh, you're starting to kind of get a picture of sure. who are going to be the guys in the secondary. Uh, and the reason I say that is we have heard a, we have heard pretty much that Deuce Chestnut has taken a starting spot. I mean, you have heard his name mentioned a lot, um, which is awesome for him. We obviously had him on the show uh, however long ago it was. I think when, right after he transferred, right after he committed to LSU yeah. out of Syracuse, we had him on the show. Uh, and he he straight up told us that he wanted to compete for a corner position. But if, if it meant, you know, if he, if he couldn't land a corner position, you know, he'd play nickel. So like, he's like, wherever I'm best fit at, I just want to play. Um, yeah. And it seems like they have found a spot for him. Seems like he has taken over uh, one of the uh, Island spots um, now, alongside yeah. Zai yeah. Alexander. Um, you know, going in early on in fall camp, I was thinking Zai Alexander was the one that kind of had a lockdown spot. Now it's more like, Deuce is that guy that has locked down a spot uh, at the corner position and that maybe there is some competition for the other one alongside with uh, with Zai. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. That was big. Um, I really liked seeing that LSU is continuing to rotate the running backs um, at nauseum at, with the ones. We've yeah. seen it be Josh Williams. We saw it was Logan Diggs. We've seen uh, John Emery be with run with the ones, and we've seen now Noah Kane run with the ones. I mean, we, we've seen it all over the place. So, like Trey Bad Bradford ran with the ones. Trey Bradford. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been all over the it's place. Keep happening. Uh, um, and as we mentioned with Trey Bradford, we we said this a lot whenever he came back and transferred back that um, he is a guy that is a threat. Uh, out of the backfield in the passing game. Um, seems like he is impressed in that area uh, as well. So I, I think he's going to be kind of one of those guys where, you know, he's going to be in the backfield on obvious passing situations. Um, I'm not sure. I'll have to figure out, you know, some more information on how the pass blocking is for the running backs because obviously you want to have running backs in the game that are really good pass blocking. Josh did a pretty good job at that last year. So that's a storyline that I'm kind of waiting to hear. I want to, I want to see what running backs are, are excelling at pass blocking, uh, but also what running backs are excelling out of the backfield receiving. So it seems like Trad, Trey Bradford uh, is one of those guys we know about John Emery's capability out of the backfield receiving. We, we saw that on display uh, in the Bama game last year. Um, You've seen, obviously, the off offensive line continue to be phenomenal. Um, seems like uh, the transfer Lunsford out of Maryland has has had a big step up. So, I mean, there's just a lot of lot of great things that we, we're hearing, Reagan. Um, I've also heard, apparently, that Shelton Sampson has been playing phenomenal. Uh, yeah. That he seems to be, like, a, what is going to be a key rotational piece uh, for this wide receiver unit which is exciting. Obviously he had a lot of hype uh, in recruiting and has a lot of hype coming into this season. So yeah, no um, I would love to see him get a lot of touches. Obviously a young freshman that has a lot of potential, has a high ceiling. Um, so that man, I mean, amazing. the stories can go, the, the storylines can go on and on and on. Uh, but I think for me, the biggest thing, and this, will, of, of course, I'm not just saying this because it's leading into, uh, the, the third segment, but I think the biggest thing for me is that you're starting to see the the secondary shape up and who's going to be your guys you can trust in. Um, and the reason that's important to me is because that was the biggest question mark. So now that we're seeing so, sort of what is playing out, um, it, I think it's big. Yeah, and and you're absolutely right. I mean, that's that's kind of the one thing you wanted to know in this fall camp. Like that's yes. kind of been the big focus. Okay, what is going to happen in terms of secondary? Because it's your biggest question mark on this entire team. This whole team, your secondary is your question mark. Right. Um, so really like what you've been starting to see out of Deuce. Um, another that Zach, another name that you've been seeing a whole lot uh, out of the secondary is Andre Sam. Um, 
Yep. He's been playing a safety position and supposedly been all over the field. And during team time, when they're playing, you know, when they're doing 11 on 11, uh, he's he's getting tackles all the time. Um, so another name to look out there. He was – he's the transfer from uh, – did he transfer from Tulane? No, he transferred from Marshall. Marshall. And he, he transferred from Tulane to Marshall. and then No, he Marshall transferred from McNeese. Or maybe it was McNeese, then Tulane, then Marshall. Yes. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, he's been all over the place. Um, I think you're right, though. But – um. Yeah, I, I, Andre Sam transfer from Marshall uh, has been all over the field, uh, supposedly making tackles. So that's exciting to see. Uh, one big thing of note, Zach, that that may surprise some people. Um, BTJ. Uh, over the last few days, it seems like has maybe slipped in the depth chart. And Chris Hilton has been the guy to take his spot. Um, he was running with the ones over BTJ um, yesterday. Um, and it seems like that's how it is right now. Like, that's where it's at. Um, a guy who was a five-star out of Zachary, huge recruit uh, two, two years ago. Uh, and you just haven't seen anything from him yet. Track speed. I mean, lightning speed. Yeah. Uh, I know he dealt dealt with an injury, but you just haven't seen much from him. And this is two guys that you really like. Like BTJ was was really highly recruited too, big big time name. And he's both of them. It was like okay, BTJ's kind of edged him out, but we feel like we could get more out of BTJ than what we've had. And Chris Hilton, it's been like nothing. So it's kind of cool to see that Chris Hilton has seemingly taken charge. And again, it's fall camp. Take it, you know, don't don't take this like like it's done deal. He's gonna be a starter. But as of right now, Chris Hilton is running with the ones mm-hmm. over BTJ. So uh that that's a a, a big surprise uh yeah. to me, as we, you know, you would have expected. Uh, like as of right now, you would expect them to have been like Malik Neighbors, BTJ, and Kyron Lacey. That that like that's it. Um, but again, this receiving room uh, has a lot of talent, but a lot of unproven guys, yeah. guys who could step up and make an impact, guys who could take spots. I think the only guy who you would say is solidified is Malik Neighbors, and other than that, I, you know, I think it's a battle. Outside of Malik Neighbors, I think it's a battle for for any spot. I would say Kyron Lacey has has done a pretty good job at he he has seemingly he has. solidifying him a spot in the starting yeah. rotation, and, and it very well may be. But like I I sure wouldn't slack off if I was him. Yeah. I like, but in we terms got some of good topics to discuss whenever we get to the wide receivers for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, Malik. Though since we've gotten since they started doing full pads, has continued to do what Malik has always done. Yeah, um, and and has looked like the Malik that we expect. Um, expecting big, big, big season from Malik this year. Bolitnikov, uh pushing type season. I, I would love we'll for see. him to win the Bolitnikov. That'd be awesome. I'm not saying he is, but I mean like he's going to be in that conversation. Yeah. Uh, but BTJ and Chris Hilton kind of battling for a spot. What it right now? Right now, Zach. Holden Lee asked a question. He said, uh, how's Denver look these past few practices? Ooh. I don't know if it's just because the, uh, the the secondary has been struggling that he has kind of fallen under that blanket. But from what I understand, he has been running with the threes. Not, yeah, it hasn't been good. Hasn't been and good. it hasn't been good. I, I have, I have, I've seen a few positive. Like, I think there was one day. I can't remember what day it was. Uh, maybe early on this week, I, I want to say it was Tuesday, maybe, um, that he had a really good day out there. But outside of that, I I, I think it's been kind of you know spotty. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how he shapes up. Um, you know, I remember getting Seven Banks and just thinking so so highly yeah. of Seven Banks you know, last year when he was coming in, 
And, you know, obviously he dealt with the injury. But, I mean, before that, I mean, that was in the Auburn game. Before that, like, he was having a hard time getting on the field. And he also, like, was – he was playing special teams. Like, but he was, like, coming out of Ohio State, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, like, this could be the guy, right? And yeah. I'll be honest, like, with Denver, I, I – when he when we I saw we got him, I was kind of expecting like he could be the guy, like he could be he could be another guy. I thought it was gonna be Zai, and I thought it was gonna be Denver Harris. Um, and this is this goes along with our secondary talk here, but that just hasn't been the case. Yeah, that just has not been the the case. Right now, it's Deuce right and kind of Zai, like Zai yeah, typically it's, the it's, one. It's Deuce and kind of Zai, and then Greg. Gregory Books is running right now at your nickel. Um, you have Major Burns running at your strong safety, and you Andre. have Andre Sam locking down the free safety. So, um, again, it's fall camp. We'll see what happens. It's different when you, you know, are live in game situations. Uh, completely different. I mean, Harold Perkins couldn't find the field until, you know, I mean, we, we look at Harold Perkins now, we're like, oh, wow, like, you know, he was he's phenomenal. He's amazing, right? But, um, I mean, he wasn't on the field a whole lot in the Florida State game. Uh, that had to kind of play out as you got him playing time. You you saw in-game situations his potential. Uh, and so, you know, maybe there's going to be more of that this year with, yeah. with the secondary. I'm not sure. Um, but so far that's that's kind of how it's been with, with Denver Harris. Zach, I know I know today, I know today uh a freshman Kai Preen caught a pass over him today for a touchdown. Yeah, sure did. Sure did. Kai Kai Pre's running with the threes. So yeah, hasn't hasn't been the best for uh for the for Denver. But um anyways. Holden says Welch looks pretty good too. Yeah, has been. Has been looking pretty. I, I, I want to save some of this for the secondary talk because there's some guys I want to talk about, you know, in terms of fall camp that I've been hearing some things, and I want to save that for the secondary conversation. Secondary, yeah. We'll get to that, uh, uh, Holden. Uh, Zach, some other things fall camp wise. Uh, so Deshaun Womack, obviously huge five star. Lance Hurd, huge five star out of, uh, I mean, Deshaun Womack, Lance Hurd are probably your two top recruits from this previous cycle who are now on campus uh they've been battling they they have been going at it man <laughs> not not like not like fighting but they they they've been man nose to nose in in some battles you know both of them are, are kind of running with the twos right now um lance has at the beginning of things lance really really dominated deshaun um, and it looked like, you know, I'm not concerned, but it looked like, you know, sometimes there's the, the biggest, the biggest transition for someone in their career is high school to, to college, especially D D one, uh, yeah. high school recruits like Deshaun Womack. And it looked like boy, Deshaun was struggling against some of these big, um, offensive linemen that we were putting in front of him, especially Lance Hurd. But here the past couple days, Womack has been getting his as well. Uh, in fact, when the twos were running uh, in, in, team pra- in team time, 11, 11 on 11, uh, they had three downs. Jordan Jefferson got a sack on the first down. And then second and third down, Womack, Womack got back-to-back sacks, both against Lance Hurd. So that has been something to keep your eye on, is, is those two have been – Going back and forth in, in some good competition, like like that is that is the competition you like to see in fall camp. I mean, you know, the, the typical phrases that you hear are like, you know, iron sharpens iron. You know, when you got two really good guys, both 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 true freshmen too, highly touted, lots of expectations for them in their career at LSU. You think back to like Jamar and Derek Stingley, like absolutely phenomenal players going head Just to going head. at it. That is what's kind of going on with Lance and Womack. Uh, I mean, they're yeah. battling, man. They're battling. Uh, one other thing for fall camp, Zach. One other thing. Aaron Anderson. <laughs> Aaron Anderson. Aaron Anderson. 
Aaron Anderson and Aaron Anderson some more. <laughs> um, that's what it felt like listening to uh, Den Brock the other day in his, his uh, post-practice uh, um, conference. Man, he made it very clear that Aaron Anderson will be a part of this offense. Uh, he is a playmaker with special ball skills. Uh, I mean, you know, those are those were his words. And when the ball's in his hands, things are happening. Um, and I think a guy like Aaron Anderson in space is just dangerous. Um, it sounds like they're going to use him in a lot of different ways. I, I would expect if he's in a receiver, he's definitely going to be in the slot position. Uh, you know, he's going to give you that like Justin Jefferson style player in the slot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying he's going to be Justin Jefferson. Uh, you know, don't don't quote me on that. But he's going to be try and be that for you. But we're also, according to Mike Denbrock, they may throw him in the backfield every now and then, and and you know do something like that. Like he he is a guy, according to Mike Denbrock, that you have to put the ball in his hands. There, there's no reason in a game that Aaron Anderson doesn't get the ball in his hand a few times. So. Um, in terms of receivers and fighting for positions, Aaron Anderson seems to be getting his name in the list as well. Um, so man, I, I'm very excited about the receivers and what they can do this year. And I am excited to see what Aaron Anderson can do. Um, because it sounds like he is going to be a playmaker. Also, Brian Kelly did comment on him and his punt return. So he did muff one that one time when we talked about special teams. But he said, Brian Kelly said of Aaron Anderson, that 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 position seems to come really natural to him. So maybe some more, you know, words of encouragement to calm our nerves. Yeah. (laughs) But it is Aaron Anderson. He said, like, it seems to come really natural to him. Um. Stephen Young, that's a that's a great comment. Like Anderson, think Jalen Waddle because Jalen Waddle was their punt returner. I mean, yeah, like speed. Just you put him in space, and he's going to make some freak things happen. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about Aaron Anderson, and that's kind of all I have for uh, uh, fall fall camp. Um, that's the latest we have heard. Um, Zach, I think you mentioned this, uh, uh, but just in case you didn't. Uh, sounds like our offensive line is going to be really, really, really good this yeah. year. I, I'm excited for our offensive line. Uh, I don't think Kamori Pimpton, Pimpton is another. Speaking of offense, Kamori Pimpton uh, yeah. is another name that's kind of popped back up again. Uh, I know yeah. he had a touchdown. Uh, I know it he was in the highlights down. that they released. They, they yeah. Uh, LSU football releases you know highlights from fall camp every now and then, like little videos. Uh, Correct. His touchdown is, is in that video. He looks good. I need, to go, I need to go look it up. I'll go do yeah. that while we take a break. Yeah. All right. Hey, we need to hit a quick break so we can discuss the secondary and preview that position group. So we will do that right after this break. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law here in the Tigers Avenue. It's our favorite segment of the fall preview time. Secondary position or or secondary addition. Zach, let's talk about this secondary um, because this is a really important one. Yeah, Um, as, As we already previously mentioned, this is your big question mark. Your big question mark. Um, just to kind of open things up, Zach, we're going to preview the whole secondary. But in terms of the big question mark, I think you feel a lot better about safety uh, than you do the DB positions. 
you 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 feel better about those. Um, Wherever but, Major Burns and Brooks as a whole, Greg Brooks are playing. I'm okay. Which it sounds like okay. I really loved Greg Brooks in his role last year. Yeah, I did too. And but it sounds like they're running him at the nickel right now. And Andre um, in the safety. So go, go ahead, Zach. I mean, um, kind of what are your thoughts uh, right off the top here for the secondary group? Um, it is the most concerning group for sure. Uh, and that has proven to be true in fall camp early on. Yeah. Um, you have to solid. I- I'll tell you what, though. My, my nerves about it is calming a little bit. Um because of what we've heard from Deuce and because of what we've heard from Andre Sim. Deuce. By the way, he told us, like, we, we told him, like, man, he was like, we'll Tiger, Tiger's Avenue, y'all need, y'all need to help me out. Like, the, the stadium needs to know, like. That's what Syracuse did for him. Deuce. So, I'm excited that Deuce is uh, having a really good fall yeah. so far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, like when you think about like just out of fall camp so far, like names that have been mentioned. We mentioned Kamori and Pimpton. We mentioned Lunsford. We've mentioned uh, Zalance Hurd and Deshaun. Wom- like, there's been names that have been mentioned, and two of the biggest names out of fall camp has been two guys that play for your secondary. Great, and two guys that look like they have kind of taken the reins potentially on two starting spots in the secondary because coming into the season, there was three open spots. I mean, you didn't know who your corners were going to be and you didn't know who's going to be your nickel and there's potential safety spot open. Where's Greg Brooks going to play? Well, it just depends on who are the three other guys. Seems like right now, Greg Brooks, they have him kind of slotted at uh, the nickel position, as you mentioned. Um, and that major burns is going to play that strong safety position. So who do we feel at the corner spots and who do we feel at the free safety positions? Well, two of those guys have taken massive step steps up uh, in filling those positions, induced chestnut and in Andre Sam. So who fills the other position? Um, that's going to be interesting. I think as Holden mentioned, let's get back to our comments here. Holden said Welch looks pretty good. Um, I think, I would love to see LaTerrence Welsh take a, a, another corner spot. I think him and Zai are probably battling there for one of those other spots. I would love to see Welsh take it. Um, I mean, whoever it's going to be, great job on them. Uh, Welsh just seems like one of those guys, man, that he just he just works. He's working really hard to, you know, be that guy. Uh, and he is so bought into LSU, man. I mean, you he think could eventually to, find himself on the field. Could eventually. You think back to, like, when, you know – uh, Eli Ricks left, right? And Dwight McLaughlin said, we were going to be great together. And LaTerrence Welch tweeted, let's go be great together, right? Yeah. Um, and then Dwight stabbed him in the back. And yeah, and then Dwight, Dwight left. <laughs> you know, it was kind of brutal. But, like, man, I just yeah. – I really wish, you know, that LaTerrence Welch has a great season. I, I really wish that for him. And maybe it's not in a starting position, but maybe he gets a lot. Maybe he's the he's the Harold Perkins of this year. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I would I would love that for him. I'm just he's a guy that I'm really rooting for, honestly. So I'm really excited. I had to include him in our thumbnail. Yeah. Obviously, I had to include the, the other guys that have uh, their names have been mentioned as much, you know. And then obviously Denver Harris. I mean, he gets asked about a lot because. He was a massive, massive recruit, obviously a uh, five-star transfer from Texas A&M. Can Bree K work with him and kind of rein in, uh, you know, his his wild child streak, right? Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of questions about him, um, and we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, speaking of him, Robert uh, RP said, Harris is good. He's just young and hasn't realized his potential yet on a new team. I hope that's the case because uh, we know the talent's there. Uh, yeah. So let's see how the rest of it. Uh, Steven, in mentioning Denver, said, I think he'll take a little bit more time to get his head right and gain trust. We'll see. Uh, RP does mention, though, Jordan Allen, and that's another name that I've seen mentioned uh, uh, here and there out of fall camp. Um, I got to be honest, RP, I don't – you know, I think 
Jordan Allen is going to be a rotational piece. I don't foresee him getting massive, massive reps. Um, I think maybe he's a guy that next year, you know, you look at and you go, you know, I mean, he'll be in his third year, right, because he was a freshman this past year. Right, Reagan? Well, yeah, but I, I mean, red, he'll be in his third shirt. year, but he red shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll be in his third year, so he'll be a red shirt sophomore. Um, so maybe next year is potentially Jordan Allen's year. We're gonna, we're gonna, we'll find out. It all depends on what happens this year. Um, there's, I mean, we, we gotta wait and see, but uh, he's another piece there. He's another piece there. Um, when when you have this type of situation with the secondary like like LSU has this year, where there's just a lot of question marks, guys got to step up. You got to have some guys that are going to step up. So yep. who's going to be those guys? And I'm not saying, like, who knows? It, you know, down the line, it may be Jordan Allen. It may be LaTerrence Welsh. It may be Ty- Jordan Taviano. Uh, we also we haven't even mentioned Jordan. Ashton Stamps. It might be Ashton Stamps. Like, there's – there's names. There's plenty of names to mention. There's a lot, a lot of young talent. You got the transfers as well. Like, there's plenty of names that you can mention. But who is it that's going to step up? And honestly, Reagan, I don't know. I don't know right now. Uh, I mean, we're hearing as we, we're hearing names from fall camp, but when we get into full pads and they are uh, under the lights, and you're playing Florida State and Orlando, who's yeah. going to be the guys that step up and make plays? That's going to have to be a wait and see. <laughs> See, that's why I like guys. So here's why I think we're hearing a lot about Deuce and Andre. Power, uh, I mean, both of them have a lot of college football experience. Correct. Deuce obviously has power five experience. Correct. Um, Andre, I think, is like in his sixth year of college football. Seventh. Seventh. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, lots of college football experience for both of these guys. And I think that experience shows in, in, in both of them. Um, Zai has college football experience at Southeastern, two years, in fact. So, like, those those guys who have real experience seems to be the ones who are kind of starting to claim spots, if that makes any sense, which doesn't surprise me at all. In fact, I, I kind of like it because you feel more secure with those type of guys. Um, But in terms of, like, some things we've been hearing, and this is what I I was talking about. Thank you, John Turner. Things I wanted to talk about, about what we've been hearing out of fall camp in terms of secondary. Number one, Ashton Stamps has been playing with the twos and rotating in with the ones occasionally. Um, he is a guy to look out for as a true freshman. Um, people people think that Ashton Stamps was uh, overlooked majorly in his recruitment because of his size. Um, he was a, he was undersized as a DB in high school. Now right. he has come to LSU and has put weight on, looks the part, and is playing really well. And if you remember, we talked about it on the show. We talked about it on the show. Ashton Stamps came to one of the football camps that LSU puts on, and at, at his size, before he put on the weight he has now, this was when he was you know, going into his senior season of, of football in high school. And he came in and went up nose-to-nose with, like, Shelton Sampson and, and went up with Shelton Sampson in high school as well at Rummel, and obviously Shelton Sampson came from Catholic High. And had some success, and he was one who came to camp and was probably the highlight of the camp was Ashton Stamps. Yeah. Like some some other big names were there. Like Lance Hurd was at that was at that camp, and like he really impressed. But everybody expected him to. Like the surprise highlight of the camp was Ashton Stamps, and we talked about how uh, he played really well. And you know LSU has now offered him. Ultimately, he ends up at LSU because uh, uh, they offered him. They offered him after that camp because of what he did at camp. So now here he is with more size because of what Jake Flint and their staff has done with him. And he's already, as a true freshman, rotating in with the ones. I think we have a special player in Ashton Stamps. Um, 
I think he was one who was overlooked because of his size. And now he's he's literally already put on like 15 pounds and looks a lot better. So um, I think he's a guy to look out for. I really do. I'm excited about stamps. Um, J.K. Johnson, speaking of transfers in Denver, looks like J.K. Johnson has broke his leg. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% on that. I'm not a hundred percent on that, um, but it's going to take him a little bit. He broke. It looked like he broke his leg, and typically when you when you break a bone, you know, I mean, being a twenty something year old uh, in college, it's probably going to take him about seven eight weeks for it to heal fully, and then he's going to start kind of progressing in in like getting back in. So if you see J.K. Johnson, like we're talking end of the season, um, so. I don't, I don't know what to think about that. And I'm not 100% confirmed that he's broke his leg, so don't quote me on that. Don't quote me that. I, I, don't, I don't know that 100%. Um, so, but yes, it looks like um, he probably broke his leg, so he may be out of the question in terms of, of spots. But in terms of, the, of your, your far DB, Zach, you've already discussed it. It looks like Deuce and Zai are kind of separating yourself themselves and it, yeah, guys it really seems like uh, stamps is is kind of the next guy from from what i've heard he's kind of the next guy in terms of wide out dbs um we'll see how that plays out but i think stamps and denver are kind of your two guys that are run with the with the twos and and obviously denver's even run with the threes at times um but i'm excited about the true freshman ashton stamps i really am um, well, let's Doug see. said he said Happy Friday, Lee Bros. I remember the video of Stamps hanging with uh, yes Jay Jets this summer. He's yes. going to be a good one. And uh, Stephen uh, on on the topic of Stamps said, "Do you think Stamps can step up as a freshman like Campbell and Mason Taylor did?" I don't know about that magnitude. Right. Um, I mean, they made they had huge impacts. I mean, they were huge. they were massive, massive starting left tackle roles. <laughs> Like I don't think Stamps is going to have that magnitude, but does he? But it, does he give some valuable playing time and, and do some things to impress yeah. potentially? Yeah, yeah. I um, do think he gets some minutes for sure. But I, I don't, I don't say it's. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been saying when they need somebody to step up, they need somebody to step up. Maybe, maybe, maybe Stamps yeah. is that guy that takes over, uh, and ends up being you know the guy op, on, on one of the starting corner spots i don't know who knows we still got i mean right i mean it feels like it's around the corner and it really is let's see also, we've got one two but we got like basically three weeks left yep and then boom we're, we're playing we're going. Florida state so i mean there's still three weeks to go right um so there's still plenty of time for things to fluctuate and change we're going to see how the secondary shapes out but in terms of, you know, uh, the safety position, Major Burns, I think, is going to be your starter, obviously. Andre wow. Sam seems to be the guy kind of arising there. If that doesn't work out, obviously you can go back to Greg Brooks being back there, and I'd be perfectly fine with that too. I mean, you also, we haven't even mentioned Sage Ryan. I was about to say Sage Ryan is, has, has been, you know, obviously – and kind of in a backup role at the nickel position so far. So, yeah, I mean, you could plug him at the nickel spot and put Greg yeah. back at the safety spot. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, uh, there's pieces. Like, we talked about it. There is pieces there. How does it play out? I mean, how does – you know, we, we, we don't know yet. Uh, these guys have got to continue to battle for their spot. I think it would be a – like, if we had to if we had to make a prediction – I think it'd be safe to say like Deuce and Zai, Andre Burns, Brooks, Brooks are kind yeah. of your opening look. Uh, I agree. Potentially, the only thing I would change would be uh, Greg at the other safety spot alongside Burns and Ryan, as we just yeah. mentioned. Sage Ryan at the nickel spot. Um, but we'll see who the, who else he runs out there on day one. Yeah, but 
again, I wanted to point out Ashton Stamps because I, I've really liked what I've what I've been hearing about him, and I liked him as a recruit. Uh, I think he was under uh, he was like a three star, Zach, uh, and I, I think he was overlooked because of his size. So, all right, guys, I think we need to hit one more quick 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 break. We'll come back right after this uh, to wrap the show up. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, right back at it here in the Tigers Avenue to wrap things up. Zach, I think we have one more comment that's been added in there since we've covered Yeah, it. Steven said, uh, he said, we've got, we, we had elite freshmen last year play from yeah, no Perkins, kidding. Emory Jones, <laughs> Campbell Taylor last year. I guess we got spoiled. Yes, we got spoiled we from did. the freshman play. I mean, all four of those guys that you mentioned, they, they spoiled LSU. They sure did. Massively. Massively. Uh, Car does it. How about our national champs, former players getting it done? Yes, I, we yep. should mention that. Baseball. Yes, thank yep. you, uh, uh, Carl, uh, for mentioning that. I, I, I just MLB guys, the guys that are in summer league right now. Are you? Uh, oh, okay. I guess I, I don't know if he, he was if he was talking about baseball or if he was talking about the two guys who graduated today. And, well, the three guys. Either way. So, so yeah. Uh, shout out to Grant Delpit, Jacoby Stevens, and Zach. Trending Holiday. Holiday. How about <laughs> that? Dude. Yeah. Zach, that's like y'all y'all still realize like that's me and Zach's like one like the kind of the beginnings of when we really started watching OC football. Y'all, we were Trinity in Holiday. Oxford. Yeah. We were in Oxford when, when Trinity Holiday back ran yeah. back the kickoff. We watched the LSU it versus awesome. Ole Miss 20, 2007 uh game in Oxford. So that was Pretty cool to get to watch. So, congrats on him for sure for uh, graduating today. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Look, I mean, pretty here we are, twenty twenty three, and never say it's too late. Never, never say, say it's too late. late. Never say it's too late. Tyler Townsend, what's up, guys? Hey, Tyler, you know <laughs> what's up? See you what's later. up? It's a, it's a little late for the party guy. Okay, we. I, I will say we started early on him. We started early on him. That was our fault. We yeah, we did. We, we, did. we, we had the the opportunity to start a little bit early, and so. You know, we did. We took the opportunity. You know, as y'all know, here in Tire 7, we're, we're kind of flexible. You know, you're probably going to see us on Monday or Friday. If things don't pan out, it'll be another day. But you know you're going to see us regardless every week. So, there you go. Uh, he was talking about baseball, but okay, congrats okay. to the grads. They too. are getting it done. They are getting yeah. it done. Shout out Gavin I, Dugas. Got his first professional home run the same day that Cruz did. I, I, we, we failed to mention that. Also, Cruz had Cruz the grand did. slam. Had a grand slam the other night. Not gonna be long, y'all. It is nah, not gonna be long. Be long. <laughs> Steven Young said two natties in a year. Can we get a third? Potentially. Mm. Potentially. Would love it. Would love it. Uh, oh, Danny Girl said yes, you did. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what she's referring to. What is she referring to here? Not sure. Not sure. I'm not sure. I'm sorry, Danny Girl. I don't know what you're referring to here. There's so many comments flying in. Uh, had had the had to, had to meet the teacher tonight. Had meet the teacher, right? Yeah, it's it's school school coming back. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, uh, yeah, that's right. Well, that's right. Man, Zeke, is he in kindergarten? Overhead. Zeke, no, no, not yet. He's got Doesn't one more cut off. He will be the oldest kindergartner uh, in his class. next year. Yeah, he will be. So his be birthday is August twenty eighth, so he'll be like essentially six years old in kindergarten. Yeah, so but he's that's okay. four. He'll be five August twenty eighth, and he'll be. Yeah, you're right, man. That's yeah. wild. Oh, Danny girl. Okay, she said we did start early. We did apologize for that. Yes, we're sorry, Danny girl. We did start early. Typically, it's going to be at seven o'clock on Friday nights. Um, Reagan's got some family coming in. His brother-in-law. Um, yep, yep, yep. His brother-in-law and uh, Logan They'll and Faith. Be in about an hour, so they're very close friends with us. Uh, I work with Logan. Uh, hang out with Logan and Faith a lot. So they're they're coming to visit. Faith and McKenna are like best friends and. Yeah. Uh, me and Logan hang out a lot, so they're they're, they're coming to visit them and and uh, get to see them. So that's why we had to start a little bit early, but that's okay. That's okay. And uh, Trey Morgan, yeah, he did. 
Trey Morgan got a home run too. <laughs> They're balling, man. They're yeah, balling, they're bro. They're doing balling. their thing. Doing their expected. Thing. Expected. Absolutely. All right, guys. It's been a great show. Appreciate y'all joining in and giving all your input. Uh, y'all are fantastic as always. Uh, recruiting, lots, lots of uh, of stuff to be done. Long way to go. Uh, fall camp continues to look great, and and things are continuing to kind of shape up. Uh, we'll we'll continue to update y'all on on fall camp and and all things. Uh, and we'll see you next time. We will be switching from the defense to the offense, the offense. for our next preview. So y'all be tuned in to to uh, for our next position group uh, preview. We'll let you know when we're live next time. Hopefully Monday is what we'll be shooting for. And we'll see you then here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star here, take us out. Peace. Tiger.